Tales of Southeast Asia. It is time for the Ed Namrock Podcast. I am proud to announce. Am I proud to announce? The ladies and gentlemen of LA County. Starting Friday, we have a curfew. How do you guys feel about that one? <sighs> you know, me me personally, it's it's a little bit frustrating, but at the same time, there's a lot of oh man, what's up, Boris? All right. Yeah, so I mean, I'm gonna hit the ground running with this stuff pretty quickly, but I wanted to show everyone uh exactly what is it that i got on my spectrum uh news app and i'm going to get into some of the suggestions that people were were commenting on on my facebook post and thank you everyone for for the input there's some stuff that was of course it's always outrageous but there's some stuff that's pretty interesting as well so but um yeah yeah, it's uh, La Gente La Caga. Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, here's the thing. So be- before I read this, um, I read a tweet today that Ivanka Trump pretty much on her Twitter account <laughs> tweeted out. And I-, I can't believe what I read. I'm like, you basically threw your father under the bus for this shit. and. 200,000 plus people later dead. That's what it was all about. That's a piece of shit move. If you ask me. So Ivanka Trump tweeted. Fact check. This Moderna NIH vaccine is literally the one that president Donald Trump partnered with Moderna to create on January 13. 2020. My voice is talked is higher? What? No way. You're kidding me. I don't got the auto-tune on. Very interesting. Is it, though? I don't believe you. You're fucking with me. <laughs> um, if it really is, let me know so I can fix it. Because... Seldom do I have audio issues, but so far, so good. Or is it because of me? Are you just making fun of my beautiful voice? <laughs> but anyway, I read that and uh, that made me upset. Everything about 2020 is making me upset, period, because it's just been a shit show for everyone. Um, but let me get to sharing what is it that I found on on my app. So need more habaneros. Oh my God, Mike, man. So check this out, guys. This is what's happening now. So LA restaurants and non-essential businesses to close at 10 PM beginning Friday. And this hit today, uh, approximately an hour ago, no, two hours ago. And it it just, it was just updated like maybe 45 minutes ago. And 
It reads, looking to combat a COVID-19 surge. Los Angeles County announced tightened restrictions on Tuesday, which is today, requiring restaurants, wineries, breweries, and non-essential retail businesses to close at 10 p.m. starting on Friday, while also limiting their capacity and that of indoor retail shops. So what does that mean? Starting Friday, nothing's going to close permanently, but they have until 10 p.m. for operations. So that includes um, all the breweries serving food outdoor. Outdoor service is like kind of like a required thing now, um, which is funny because I always see a meme that reads, oh, we can't eat inside, but we can eat outside if the inside is outside. I'm sure you've seen that one going around. So, And Marcus said, you think people will actually obey, though? Have they obeyed since, the lo- since March? No. There's a lot of people. Let me just say this about COVID-19. It hit me personally. It... You know, my my wife of 14 years, she's about 95% recovered. Uh, I tested negative. My son tested negative. My suegra tested negative. Um, It sucks, man. It sucks because you can't make any contact. And, you know, my poor wife had to go through this shit and it fucking sucked, dude. It really fucking sucked. And I couldn't touch her and I had to sleep on the couch. And we all had to wear masks indoor. And... It takes a toll on you, you know, and like, you know, my back was all fucked up and sleeping on the recliner and you got to think about this shit. And, and, you know, it, we can speculate all we want as to where, where she caught it, but, you know, we never really know. And some people are asymptomatic. Some people are hit hard by it. And, you know, tragically, some people die from it. Um, but it fucking sucks. And I, I don't know what I, I've run out of ideas as to what we need to do. And apparently all fingers are pointing to a vaccine, which are you going to take it? That's on you. So hi, Vita. Vita said we had the same thing happen to us. And then our governor shut, shut down all non-essential businesses down this week. Yep. It's, it's happening nationwide and they're talking about a nationwide lockdown, but nonetheless, you know, what, what else are we supposed to do? Um, don't get me wrong. You can, you quarantine yourself, you limit your contact, you make sure that you disclose with people that you've been around with. If you've been in contact with somebody, I know we took that responsibility to do that. It's only fair to those people. That's why I can't, I can't relate to these Karen as motherfuckers and Kevin as motherfuckers where they purposely spit on people doing this shit. It's, it's unfair. And quite frankly, I mean, if someone dies with that, you really think that's not like a murder charge, man? Apparently not. There's a gray area for that shit. And um, what's up, Anthony? I, I had it back in April and still have some lingering effects. I bet, man, it, it's, it's no joke. Everyone's like, you know, I know I did. I downplayed it a little bit when when my wife started showing some symptoms, I didn't think anything of it. And then I said, fuck it, let's all go get tested. And lo and behold, we all came back negative except for her. And it wasn't like this big 
bomb that hit us, but we're just like, fuck. Like now we have to log, we have to hunker down and we can't make any fucking contact with anyone. And there goes all of all of our plans that we had for the weekend or whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah. You didn't hug, you didn't hug or kiss your wife and daughters for over a month and a half. That fucking sucks, bro. It sucks. And you know, it's, it's like, you got to wait it out. You know, now we're, we're past the quarantine period, you know, you know, the taste and smell thing is, is for real. Like your taste, you don't have any in your sense of smell. You can't smell shit. And she hasn't gotten it back fully yet. It's partially very little, but um, yeah, first they, they tell you it's a severe case of bronchitis or an upper re- respiratory infection, but like, man, right now it's winter time. All, this is the time where everyone gets sick. The flu hits, common cold, and now we throw in a, a sprinkle of fucking coronavirus and boom, it's, it's your, it's a recipe for fucking disaster. That's why I understand why they're doing this. And for, for, here's the thing. Should you completely shut down the entire nation? Now that's completely up for, that's subjective and completely up for debate. And I'm going to say no. Um, should you be a little more strict with, um, with what's going on? Like, for example, what I'm showing you here. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and then the safer at home thing that, that they started back in March and April, it really didn't, didn't, if anything, it fucking set us back. I mean, our economy has been shot to fucking hell and it's going to take a while for not just California's economy to recover from, but the entire nation. No one believes it because I mean, I, I dare to get political with this shit because we had a, we had a fucking president that pretty much said it'd be gone by the summer. And we had all these stupid fucking conspiracy theories saying that it was going to be magically gone by the time the election was over. Well, guess what? It's November 17th. Technically the election election's not over. We know who won, but does that change coronavirus? No, coronavirus don't care about the election. That's, that's the fucked up part. And um, Anthony says, I've never taken so many prescriptions before in my life. And the only thing that worked was they finally gave me steroids and they were very hard on my kidneys. Fuck yeah, man. You might as well have been juicing and, and powerlifting in the backyard or some shit, man. You would have been a, a strong man competitor by, by June. You'd be throwing kegs over your head. Um, but nonetheless, this is what they're doing. It's a 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. curfew. It's going to be imposed on Friday. It's not a full-on lockdown. It's just they're they're keeping these restrictions. So here's here's the big here's the big thing that people are doing, and I've been reading this a lot. I've I've seen people do it. Is they go and get tested, right, in hopes that they'll get back a negative test so they can go out and party. And it's a very naive thing to do because unless you go to a rapid testing place, even if you do go to a rapid testing place and pay the fucking cash for it, you get your results in 15 minutes. All right, cool. I'm free to go. Let's go fucking lick everyone's ball sack at the Halloween party. It doesn't work that way. You can easily contract it to and from any it's, this is what I don't get about this fucking virus though. Sometimes 
it it kind of picks and chooses who it wants it to be a fucking immortal victim. That that's that's the one thing that gets me about it. And there's been NFL players, there's been MLB players, there's been NBA players, and fuck, man, it's it's uh it's crazy. And Mike says what sucks the most is COVID isn't deadly. It's after COVID with all the complications. Yeah, definitely, especially if you have pre-existing conditions and there's a lot of people that do and it's fucked up. And now a great input here from uh, my homegirl Vita, Vita Marie, she says, working in the pharmacy, we still get customers who have, have or been around people with COVID and are still out shopping and picking up their meds. And it's like, fuck man, it, it's, uh, yeah, it's crazy. The, the timing's off, the timing's on. It's, it's really random, but Hey, if you've been in contact with something, just let people know, like, keep your fucking distance because I've been in contact with people. And until we know further what the fuck's going on with this thing, we it's all a fucking mystery to this day. I don't even know what the fuck it is and what it's doing. And what's up, Styles? I came in when you mentioned licking ball sacks. Wow. Perfect timing. Again, we're talking about timing here. <laughs> but nonetheless, um, so... Outdoor service at restaurants, wineries, and breweries will be limited to 50% of the maximum outdoor capacity. And I think we were at, oof, I think we were at 25. And now we're up to 50. And that, that, that came within like a couple of months. So, mm. oh, Gabriel, I'm, I'm late. What did I miss? Oh, my God. Nothing, just licking ball sacks at a Halloween party. That's what you missed. Anyway, but our outdoor card rooms, miniature golf sites, go-kart tracks, and batting cages will be limited to 50%. So see, everything's being cut in half here. And uh, personal care businesses must make advanced appointments, which has already been done. So this is not a full-on shutdown. This is basically saying we got to really limit our contact. We We really got to watch out for signs and symptoms. Um, now the vaccine thing, again, that's, that is completely subjective. That is completely, if, if that can't be mandated, cause that's clearly unconstitutional. I mean, I am pro vax, but how long has this vaccine been, uh, in clinical trials already, and it's about 90 to 95% accurate, but um, what the hell did Robert say? I did not do a San Francisco. How dare you? And uh, Vita says, have you looked into the studies of people with different blood types and how COVID affects them differently? I've seen like how it picks and chooses um, some people. Uh, I'm, t- I'm, I'm O positive. Uh, and I know mosquitoes like to bite me because of my t- blood type. Um, but yeah, I've seen some shit about certain blood types being a little bit more vulnerable than the most types. But then again, it's like, I remember this. Hmm. When um, my wife first got pregnant and yes, Anthony, this is a sure high reunion. Awesome. My first, my, the first time my wife got pregnant, I remember they were doing all kinds of labs and shit. And I had to take a, I had to take blood work and all that shit. And I found out I, you know, I had fucking, I was fat. Um, and they're like, well, we need to find out if you're M 
positive. Now, what, what did they mean by that? There's an antigen, the M antigen, that uh, if you look it up, it basically is known for, um, I think it kills streptococcus, if I remember, uh, strep throat. And uh, M antigen, I'll tell you right now, it's located on the red blood cell surface glycoprotein known as glycophorin A. So anti-M may be naturally occurring, arising without stimulus, but here's the thing is the pregnancy gets becomes high risk because of that fucking antibody that I have that will attack the fetus, the embryo. Um, and it's, it's, they had to really monitor that shit. And I don't know if, uh, you know, NTM, that's what they call it, um, is a big deal. Uh, but I know it's, it's a big deal in pregnancy. I don't know what, what it means for fighting COVID or anything like that. Um, but I do know that patients with sickle cell disease should be provided with M negative red blood cells units for transfusion. So, uh, I learned a lot about this while I was reading it and I was like, holy shit. Like it's, uh, it's quite the, uh, it's quite the science. It's, it's, it's fascinating. It's fascinating. Like this fucking coronavirus, man, you know? And uh, yeah, stay home, hove. Got to, man. Got to. And, and look, and even if you you have to go out, just make sure you take precautions, man. I mean, don't don't go out. I mean, I had a, I heard a really fucked up story from my best friend. They had a friend that her father passed away because some fucking Karen went on this rage in a supermarket and started spitting at people and spit at her dad. Her dad, being a cancer patient, contracted COVID-19 and unfortunately, you know, rest in peace, he passed away. And that is fucked up, man. Well, think about that. What would you do? What would you fucking do? That is fucked up. Your loved one passed away because some fucking idiot Decided to just spit on people, not wear a mask at a Trader Joe's. Yeah, man, that, that's 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 a biohazard, man. <laughs> Fuck, it's like slinging shit at people. And there, there's a lot. There, here's the thing: there's still a lot of people in denial about this shit. And I was reading that even people on their deathbed are still in denial of it. That's fucking. That's so fucking weird, man. So weird. Yeah, wear a mask. Easy. I mean, fuck, dude. It's not even hard to put one on. And, uh, oh, shit. Many said, go as far as wrap your mouth like you wrap your pecker. Ooh, you know a lot of people like be raw dogging. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, yeah, be nice to essential workers. Yeah, be nice to them. I mean, they're on the front lines. A lot of them get lucky. A lot of them don't get lucky. They can't go back until they test negative. And I've been, I've been seeing and hearing from all my nurse practitioner friends that they don't allow people to back to the facilities because they've been testing positive for the whole fucking month. How about them apples, man? That's fucking crazy. And I'm like, shit, dude, that's fine. I would find the man and tie him up to my car and drag him through East Those. Absolutely, dude. 
And then Ruben said, yeah, green light that Karen. <sighs> clap, clap. Why does it have to come to that? It's like a fucking. It's like a real bad civil dispute, man, that could easily turn into like a really bad war with these people. And I've seen all this shit already happening, you know, from, you know, the divided states of America that we live in now to now this shit. And it's like, um, you know, that, well, that's all I wanted to say about this. Just remember Friday, 10 PM to 6, 6 AM is the curfew. Just know that. And yeah, it's entitlement, man. I don't know. I don't get that. It's like, I've never really met people like that until I got to college, my first semester of college. I mean, I only completed one fucking semester, but um, and then when I worked at a private uh, school, how people are, I don't know how, where this entitlement comes from. It's so bizarre. And it's so weird how, you know, and this, now I'll get to the section where everyone's giving me inputs on what, what things to talk about. And if you ask me, I, I, have, I have this big, big notion that entitlement is a fucking mental illness. It really is. And um, shout out to um, my buddy, Sean, who basically said, um, why don't you talk about the stigma of those who need mental health services, but who are afraid of judgment by others uh, or the perceived shame of admitting they need help. That's a big fucking deal right now with the lockdowns, with pandemic going on, it's, it's fucking crazy, man. It's, uh, yeah, Whittier, you remember those days. Um, you shouldn't be afraid to admit you have anger issues. I know I do. I admit it all the time. You shouldn't be afraid you suffer from anxiety. You shouldn't be afraid. You shouldn't fear judgment of admitting your mental health issues. And this is, here's the fucked up part. Here's the twist. And, um, oh no, Anthony said, my wife had to cut the capacitor to 20. God damn, that's a lot, man. That's a lot. And I'll, I'll say this about, about this mental health thing right now. And I'll revert, I'll revert, I'll, I'm going to refer to this QAnon thing that I was covering in the, like a couple podcasts ago, I noticed that these, these conspiracy theorists, these, I guess, think tanks, pseudo think tanks that you find online or forums or whatever. Um, they, they prey on people who suffer from mental illness and how they discover this shit. I really don't know the science behind it, but I, I can see how they're targeted. And Cesar says, um, I'm an essential worker, but people at work, they think that the company don't care about people getting affected. This pandemic is something else. Well, that's the other thing too, man. It's like, well, Sergio said it's, it's the drugs. They try to throw at people to take, of course. And Chris Rock asked the poor white man, if he would change places with a rich black man, white man responded. No, of course not, man. And here's the thing. Mental illness. Do we all suffer from it? Yes, we do. 
to an extent, you know, some more extreme than others. Some unfortunately are born that way. Um, and I say this because, you know, you know, I, I work in special education and, but one thing I learned is when you're so vulnerable and so easily, um, you're, you're caught, you're, you're caught with no, with no safeguard. And some people are very vulnerable and this is where this QAnon thing comes in. Uh, and I mean, also other things too, like, you know, gangs and, uh, you know, tagging crews, all that stuff. I know this because I lived that, that lifestyle at one point. And when you, when you look for, for security, when you look for certainty, when you're trying to feel significant because you have nothing else to fill that void, that's the shit you turn to because you want to be a part of something, some kind of movement. And for example, I mean to pick on QAnon because they're fucking dangerous and they're stupid. Some of the, some of the shit that these people believe in is just asinine, man. It's, it's dumb. And yeah, we all need a little bit, a little bit of therapy, Robert. Social media does not help. Here's the thing. And, and this is one of the thought provoking questions that I read online is does social media make you happier or sadder? And if it makes you sadder, why do you keep doing it? Well, me personally, um, I'm kind of in the lonely position of neutral. Um, you know, I, I really don't have much dopamine release from, you know, opening up Facebook. If anything, I, it's for me, it's been a social study for so long. Um, but if you ask me about my MySpace days, now that's a little bit different because I already put in four years on MySpace and then I joined Twitter at the same time when it first debuted. Now those days were a little bit different for me, for, for me personally, they were more ego driven. Um, I, I was seeking to fulfill a void and yeah, there was some times where I had a really fucking rough time with that website, man. It was, it was horrible. Um, my daughter was diagnosed with a depressive disorder about a year ago, but we've been trying to keep it off, trying to keep her off the meds. Yeah. Here's, here's the thing about the meds too, is, um, it's like anything else, man. It's, it's, uh, taking your car to the fucking mechanic, you know, they fix one thing and then, you know, a month or two later, something else is, is broken. You got to take it back for evaluation. Well, the check engine light comes on. Hmm. Is it designed to keep you as a customer long-term somewhat? Yeah. To an extent, that's what big farmers about. But at the same time, I'd be, I'd be fucking bullshitting you and lying to you that they weren't making these drugs to help people to not help people. And they are, <laughs> that's why they exist. So, um, what's up Clifford? Welcome to the club. Welcome to the club. But, um, again, it's like, but then, you get these vulnerable people that don't work. They can't keep a fucking job. They're stuck in this pandemic. They're stuck in this uh, safer at home initiative. They can't do shit because they suffer from mental illness. They start reading books. They start checking out websites. They start digging and digging and digging and digging and digging. And it only takes like one or two things that they find that arouse them. And I'm not talking about pornography. <laughs> Um, and really just captivate them. And 
Yeah, Sergio, you hit the nail on the head. It becomes a dependency. And that's all they're all about. Now, I, I mean to pick on QAnon because, look, I have, I have friends who are conservatives and I have friends that are just, they're not even friends, they're just acquaintances that I've known for a long time, but I don't talk to them personally. Um, that are just shit posters and just trolls and they're pretty horrible at it. But, but my conservative friends really get frustrated at this type of shit because they're like, and quite frankly, the, my conservative friends, they're not wearing MAGA hats. They're not, they're not flying the Trump flag around. Um, no, these are people that have set values and beliefs that are not, not completely polar opposite of a democratic um, man or woman or a liberal, as you guys would like to refer to them. But, you know, they, they just think a little bit differently. It's like, you know, they like country music. I like heavy metal. This other guy likes classical music, whatever. Um, but my point is, is this, is um, they're the types of conservatives that can recognize that that type of shit, the QAnon shit, is a big fucking bear trap for people who are stupid. Like, oh, what happens if I just stick my hand in there? They even they know that. And, you know, of course, my, you know, my Democratic friends and my liberal friends, they they, they know what that's all about. And guess what? Even with, you know, with with the Democrats and, and the Republicans, it's like they have a a never ending psychological war. And it's so fucking frustrating because the way they they build their audience on both sides, it's designed to convince you that they're right. Like, like the Mandalorian says, this is the way <laughs> it's and the reason I bring this up is because the more people start talking about all this shit and all I can think of is like, man, I remember all the fucking sales techniques that I used to learn when I, I work, but for these fucking big conglomerate companies that to this day are still around. And I was basically selling shit that really didn't work long-term that you were going to basically, you know, upgrade in a year and a half at, if, at the most and just give you more of your money. But it's like, fuck man, it's, 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 um, yeah. And divide Robert, you're absolutely right. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm a, I'm a two-sided fuck you guy too, Sergio. I am because I always tell people and, you know, I, 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 Sometimes I respect some views, sometimes I don't, because sometimes I just don't completely agree with them. And that's, that's, that's the cold hard truth. And, um, you know, a lot of people ask me like, what, well, why, why, you know, why don't you choose a side? Like just choose a fucking side. I'm like, no, I can't. You're, you're basically telling me, and the best thing I could put it to you is, or the best way I could put it to you is the Republicans and the Democrats are your divorced parents and you're the children stuck in the middle of a fucking custody battle. That's what it feels like. Um, so it just so happens mom won this time. It just so happens dad won and the argument didn't get anywhere. And you're just sitting there twirling your thumbs and whatever saying, fuck you, both of you guys are fucked up. You guys are wrong. And I'm the one that's paying for it. That's the way I see it. And and it's, it's sad. 
It's fucking sad because if that's what politics is basically established on, it's a very sad occupation. And for someone to follow it so deeply, it gets so fucking caught in the rabbit hole, man. That that's that's your choice, man. But that's a rabbit hole. That's a hole you'll. It's hard to dig out of, you know. Uh, Vita says they're here to divide, and then the other. And in the end, either side don't care about your well-being. It's all about the money, of course. Because if you see all the donations, if you see, I mean, capitalism and in it in the whole, it's not what it used to be. Everyone thinks that capitalism is still the purest opportunist uh, ideology that it once was. It's not, it's not. Now it's, you can't look look at all these small businesses right now that believe in capitalism. What happened to them? Why? Because Walmart basically fucking is still open during this pandemic. And what, what I see this other mean going around. All right, close the big conglomerates now and let the small businesses open and have them their turn to make money. But guess what? A lot of them can't open. They can't fucking open because they went out of business. But you got CVS, you got Walgreens, you got Costco, you got Walmart, you got Target, um, Sam's Club, you got Home Depot. That's that's who's still around. They're not struggling right now because that's what we're flocking to to go get our shit. We're not going to. You know, my Lupita's here down the street that fortunately is still open because it's a community-based fucking market. And fuck, man, it's uh, back to the mental issue, mental issue thing. That's going to take a toll on those people that lost everything. And I've been reading that since, fuck, I think I started seeing people lose their business, businesses in April. And now we're in November. It's, it's fucked up, man. It's sad. It's fucked up. And quite frankly, I mean, I feel for those people because God damn, man, it's, uh, I don't know what to think of it, man. But, um, but yeah, that was one suggestion that, uh, my homie Sean said to, uh, to bring up and, uh, you know, this other one kind of out of left field, uh, shout out to coach Anthony White, longtime friend. He said, who wins? Debo from Friday. Oh, Damon from Friday. Mm, ooh. I would have to, uh, check the speculations. Would it be an octagon match? Will it be a street fight? Will it be, a on a hell in the cell? Uh, I'm going to go with. Damon only because probably he's a little bit younger and he was fresh out of prison. So, um, and he, if you haven't seen the movie, I think I just spoil, spoil it for you, but he's quite the character, but, um, and then, uh, our, uh, Mondo, my homie Mondo said, uh, talk about how things have changed and also remain the same eight months later. Yeah, dude, it's, it's been, uh, I don't even know what, what to, how to describe it, but, Ruben said, big companies accepting relief money they don't need. That's exactly what's been going on these past eight months. That's exactly what's been going on. Where's the stimulus checks, man? Everyone's blaming the left. Everyone's blaming the right. It's like, why don't both of you motherfuckers get your heads out of your ass? And we're the ones that are paying taxes. We need some money, man. What the fuck? A lot of people aren't working. 
And they like to do this all the time, which is fucking annoying, dude. It's like, all right, can we just get it together for the entire country to help people out? The answer to them is no, because this motherfucker didn't agree to this. This motherfucker didn't show up. And I'm like, oh, dude, if I was Stone Cold Steve Austin, the glass would break. I come in slanging beers, whatever, and fucking Stone Cold stun everybody, dude. From Mitch McConnell to Donald Trump to fucking Joe Biden. Like, get your shit together, please, man. Help us out, dude. Yeah, Capitalism, a Love Story is a damn good flick, and you can learn something from that. And, um, yeah, man, that's it, things that have been just going on, going on, and ah, it's frustrating, man. What's up, Steph? What's up, man? And Robert says UPS doesn't have hazard pay. Fuck, that's, that's fucked up, man. That's fucked up. They're also a big um, parcel service, of, of course, parcel company. And speaking of UPS, I mean, um, they're delivering a bunch of toilet paper because apparently the toilet paper rate is happening again. Why? I don't fucking know, man. It's just, uh, it's, uh, I don't know where that came from. I don't know how that started and I don't know why that becomes a paranoia. That's so fucking crazy. And, um, you know, this is still the lockdown that we're in. And of course, you know, Tony, shout out to Tony Trevera. He said, uh, talk about kids in sports, little league, AYSO, high school sports, which I was supposed to coach this year, but I don't even think we're going to have a fucking season, to be honest with you. Um, but he wanted to say uh, he's, he's interested in how the adults are changing things to accommodate all these things. Well, here's what we've been doing. Um, there's been Zoom. Uh, I know a uh, shout out to my homegirl, Vanessa Harrell too. There's been zoom meetings, Google meets, um, being six feet apart. We work in what, what are called, uh, hubs and, uh, not all the coaches can go there. Cause if you're not cleared, obviously then you can even set foot on the field. Um, you know, you sanitize, you sanitize the equipment. Um, if you touch, even touch a ball or some type of equipment, you have to fucking sanitize it right afterwards so you could fucking hand it off or whatever and here's here's the the whole uh hold on steph says says something here it's due to the speculation and talk of another lockdown for 46 weeks toilet paper wise but what does that have to do with toilet paper that's so bizarre it's like where does that come from is it because you have 10 people living in your house and Obviously, you guys are shitting all day and all week. I don't know. Um, Because I remember at one point when I roomed with like six, seven people, we didn't not use that much toilet paper, man. That's so crazy. So it's kind of hard for me to to even imagine that. But back back to the to the high school sports, it's like that. It's, it's so. It's it, there's got to be a lot of transparency involved because. You know, if you do have symptoms, then you have to disclose it. And when people don't disclose anything or even say, hey, I've been in contact with someone that has COVID-19, although I tested negative, I have been in contact with someone. That way people just go like that. That's it. 
simple. It is not fucking hard. Because this contact, this con- contact tracing thing is very crucial. And shout out to what's up, Alex. Alex knows, man. He he works at the mighty Walmart, man. It's uh and uh, you know, bless your heart for for keep keeping it holding it down, man. Cause my my buddy Alex here, he's he's told me some fucking stories, man, of people coming in and just not giving a fuck, man. Like that story I just shared with you guys about this crazy ass Karen just spitting on people. And now my friends, uh, my best friend's friend's dad is, is, is deceased because of that reason. And keep downplaying this shit. It's real, man. I mean, it fucking hit home for me and it, it fucking sucked. And, you know, a couple of people here too on the comment thread also, also share um, their experience. He's like, oh yeah, always around people and starting shit with us in place. <laughs> and why wow, you're just there to help them, man. It's it's so fucking crazy. And um yeah, it's it's wild. Almost getting into fights is gonna start happening. Well, next week was supposed to be Black Friday. Was supposed to be Black Friday. That's not gonna happen. And I don't see any in-person doorbuster or anything. So, and my condolences, Robert. Yes, your father, El Pantera. Rest in peace. And I also think about, you know, the other unfortunate, like, you know, uh, shout out again to Vanessa Haro here. She She was talking about, like, how agendas basically dictate whether the law is followed or not. And it's true because look at some of the, the, she was mentioning about the native American lands past and present. And I had the, I had the, the fortunate uh, pleasure to be part of a documentary that I can't disclose at this time because I got to edit, but I signed an NDA of course. But just a little synopsis, it dealt with some, it dealt with a Native American reservation and then how COVID-19 hit that nation. And it's sad, man, because, you know, they don't get the aid they need. They don't. And they don't get the help they, they literally deserve, just like everyone else is getting stimulus checks, where it was getting stimulus checks. They weren't getting a fucking penny. And it's, it's fucked up. When people are scared and full of fear, they don't think straight. That is correct. Folks are making decisions based on emotions with no common sense or rational thought. And that is 100, Stephanie. True that. What's up, Beeks? And, and check this out. The peeps who never want to wear masks and give us problems are Hispanic and black gangster types, older white peeps and liberal types. Sorry to get political. It's not being racial, man. I mean, look, it's not like we're fucking waving around the Confederate flag and calling everyone the N word and, you know, calling everyone the S word or whatever. It's us human beings, man. It's us humans. I mean, the, the best way I could really paraphrase this shit is that, regardless of race of ethnicity, you as a human being, when you're restricted 
to do something? What is your first instinct? Your first instinct is to defy it, just like a child. Because some of uh, us adults are, are big children, man. hate to say it, but it's true. I mean, I know I am. <laughs> Um, but the level of maturity is different than from an actual child. And it's us humans, man. It's us humans. The, the more you, you restrict us, the more we will fucking rebel. That's a fact. And uh, yeah, it's the do what I want to do. It's natural. Yes, it's totally within our instincts to, to what? To fight or flight. Kill, gather, hunt, procreate, make, kill, repeat. That's the best way I can fucking put it. And um, yeah, man, it's uh, it's crazy because funny. I should I should scroll through more of these comments and you know you know getting to these suggestions is um, you know there's uh this, this thing going around right now where um. COVID-19 is designed to basically create this new world agenda or something like that. Um, which I read into that. And this is that QAnon shit I was, t- I was talking to you guys about. And that shit is fucking fanatical. It's fanatical, man. And I, I can't, when I'm reading it, it's like reading a fucking Tom Clancy novel. That's what it feels like. And it's like, oh, God, I'm not going down this rabbit hole, dude. No. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. But um, nonetheless, I mean, just to be fair, you know, there's there's a shout out to to my boy, Abby, Abby Norm. He he wanted me to talk about the voter fraud thing. And um, oh, Stefan says a severe lack of compassion for other people's well-being is extremely very, very fucking sad. It's tragically sad. Like that's some cold-blooded shit. Cold-blooded shit. But uh, anyway, Abby wanted me to cover the voter voter fraud thing. And here, let me just say this about voter fraud. There's always some type of fraud in an election. That's no fucking secret. But let me just say this. To the extent that they're painting it out to be in a mass scale, no, man. No, that's way too much work. That's it's too. Like I looked into the Clark County thing, and okay, yeah, there were some that were recounted, and some were for Donald Trump, and some were for Biden. But the whole speculative thing, the whole entire picture, it's like, dude. Yeah, sometimes there's pe- there's dead people who vote which is dumb. That's a disqualified ballot, man. But what are you going to do? Assign 200,000 people that died of COVID to vote? That that doesn't work that way. That's a lot of fucking work. And apparently they found um, fucking thumb drives with uh, uh, votes that weren't uploaded and stuff like that. But let me just say this. I know they have thumb drives for that shit. So you mean to tell me that I could do my taxes online on TurboTax, right? But I can't vote online. 
That's what you're telling me. That is fucking ridiculous, man. So ridiculous. Yeah, crime and corruption is way too unorganized. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Alex said, I bet some people in Nevada were playing votes as bets at the poker tables. Man, here's the thing, too. I was during election day, I was following Odd Shark. And uh, Odd Shark is basically like a, um, they're um, a sports book kind of gambling site to help you with, uh, with, you know, with your winnings or your losses at this point. And I kept noticing that um, the odds were in favor of Biden from the beginning. And then Trump's just kept climbing. I mean, obviously, like the, the higher the number with the plus sign, uh, it's a complete underdog story for for the for the participant. Mm. And it got to the point where Donald Trump was like a plus five fifty five or something like that. I was like, oh, God, this guy's is not going to win. But. Here's here's ultimately what what I like to kind of sway people into not thinking, but to critically think. And I I just started doing this exercise because I was reading something online and I'm like, well, this isn't a bad idea. Maybe I should do this. And um, take one thing. One thing that you feel is completely true. Take one thing in your life or in your head, in your mind, whatever, that you feel is completely 100% certain, 100% true. Like without a shadow of a doubt. And spend about three or four days trying to prove yourself wrong. So try doing that. Remember Pete Buttigieg app called Shadow? Yes. And that's the one I think they beta tested in Iowa. And it was a fucking disaster. <laughs> I think that's where it was. I don't know if I stand corrected. Um, but yeah, man, that's, that's what you should do. Take one thing. And, you know, this is, this is the thought-provoking question that um that i like to highlight and um i'll give me some feedback i'm going to post it right now and i'll give you my my perspective so the question is what's a belief that you hold with which many people disagree now i'm probably going to hit you guys with a bomb here because this is just my belief and i know a lot of people disagree with me you guys ready for it What's a belief that you hold with which many people disagree? And I'm not a believer in karma. I'm, I don't think it exists. I'm not a believer in that what comes around goes wrong. I just don't because, let me explain. Cartels are still around. Corrupted governments are still around. People who molest, rape, and kill children get bailed out early. And a lot of these people, uh, Whitey Bulger, I think that's how you pronounce it. I mean, you know what I think, though? I think timing, precision, and 
a lot of grace is involved in just life in general. Whether you are a cartel member, a DEA officer, or a postman, it's a lot of it is timing. And at one point, let me just say this. I was obsessed with this website called LiveLeak. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it. And um, some fucked up shit on that website. But I would see some close calls with, with death, man, literally. And a lot of it is the ultimate power of decision and choice, like placement, timing, where are you going to be? Again, I'm not swaying you. I'm just describing that this is a belief that I hold, which a ton of people disagree. I'm like public enemy number one when I share this shit. Um, so then, then people ask me, okay, so you don't believe in paying it forward? No, I don't. I believe in serving. I believe in serving. Most people serve God. Most people serve Allah. Most people serve their wife. I serve my tribe. Simple. That's what I believe in. Why? Because you don't have to be blood related to be my, part of my tribe. You don't. That's not how it works. Am I serving someone that's not? No. Do I want to serve them harm? No. That's, I hope you get my drift, but yes, I, that's the belief that a lot of people completely disagree with. And I could understand because a lot of people wish that they have that wishful thinking. And this is what, this is really what it came down to. I don't know if you guys remember back in 2007, there was this lady, English lady. They released this book called The Secret. I don't know if you guys remember that. And everyone's like, oh, because I was in sales at the time. I was working for Singular Wireless, if, if you can believe it, that later became AT&T. And they said, oh, this is going to change your whole game. Every real estate agent's doing it. Every sales floor is, is reading this book. And they're basically preaching it to be like the Bible of, of sales. And I read it and then I also watched the DVD and I'm just like, God damn, they got these fools fucking on a $30, $35 fucking book and DVD. Like this lady's making a lot of money. And, but then again, you know, then my wife is like, well, you don't believe in that shit. I'm like, well, I only believe it to an extent because a lot of it is just wishful thinking. And that whole secret is fucking dangerous man because it's telling people and i'm going to quote the great the great tony robbins here it's telling people to go into their fucking garden close their eyes and say there's no weeds 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 and then open your eyes okay they're going to magically disappear no dude when conceptually what it's supposed to be is you go in your fucking garden, you're like, fuck, there's weeds. I'm going to pull them out. You identify the problem and then 
you work your way to a solution. That's no secret. That's just perseverance. It's like, why are you teaching people to close their eyes and just imagine things? No, man. No. It's like, that's like me fucking going over to a third world country with starving kids and I'm eating a fucking sandwich in front of them. And I have to tell them, oh, yeah, you guys got to visualize fucking sandwiches so you guys could, you know, stop fucking suffering from starvation. No, dude, it doesn't work that way. Yeah, and it's like, let's see, Alex said, dude, so true. It reminds me of my nine car freeway accident back in 2001. Oh, yeah, I remember you telling me about this shit. Racing from LA to SB at 120 miles an hour on the 10 freeway. Accident already happened. I hit a stop total car at about 70 miles an hour as I tried slowing down and hit the brakes. If maybe I wasn't racing, I would have never been a part of the accident and probably in a long freeway like trying to get to my destination at the time, cause and effect, choice and consequence. Totally, man. I mean, yeah. Decision is the ultimate power. That's what I've learned. It's, you know, and then everyone's like, well, what about playing devil's advocate with these bad people? Well, they have the same philosophy. They just use it for, for bad things, man. And guess what? Some of them live to be in their 70s and their 80s. Sometimes they don't because that's, that's the choice they make. And that's the path that they want to go to. And it has not, if you ask me, it has nothing to do with karma. It just doesn't. Um, now, this brings me to my second thought-provoking question. And let's see here. Put it in the comments and highlight it. Let me know what you guys think. All right. So what do you think is your most justified paranoia? For example, that someone could be watching you through your computer's camera. How do you justify it? For example, that Mark Zuckerberg covers his computer's camera and he seems like a guy who should know whether or not he should. Well, let me crack my neck here for a second. My most justified paranoia at one point was this mass surveillance system that the comment mentions. And it wound up being true because Edward Snowden ended up exposing it. And I was like, shit. And the way I kind of saw that was, I was what, 20 years old when 9-11 happened. And I thought to myself, I'm like, fuck, something bad will come out of this. I wasn't thinking good. And I'm like, this, this can't end well. It started bad. It started tragic. It's going to end bad. And, you know, we conquered Iraq for what reason? I don't know. Because it was like, oh, the troops are there for your freedoms. I'm like, okay, how the fuck did my freedoms get over there? We had people die at the Twin Towers. Where was our protection there? That's what fucking really pissed me off. And... Was it an inside job? I can go on about 9-11 all day. 
but that's like a two and a half hour podcast. But uh, there's a reason why you can't pull a battery out of your phone. You know that. Instead of that Facebook listens to everything you say because of all the ads that pop up afterward. Totally. Totally. And uh, yeah, it was even my veteran friends, longtime diehard Marine Corps, Army, Navy, Air Force, Coast Guard, you name it. They're like, there was all, all of that shit was so suspect, man. And what came out of it? A mass surveillance system, the Patriot Bill, the Patriot Act. And fuck, man, the, the minute I heard Edward Snowden talking about all this shit, this gentleman, Edward Snowden, basically left everything to make sure the American people <laughs> knew the truth. And I think the only reason why quite frankly, they haven't killed him is because he comes from a family in intelligence. So I know he's got some pull, but he's got to go live in another country that's going to offer him, you know, sanctuary and not get uh, extradited to the U.S. But, um, yeah, man, it's... uh, it's so fucking crazy, man. See, my Air Force manual has a picture of the Twin Towers and the crosshairs, bro. Fuck, man. That's so crazy. And, and then, okay, so justified paranoia. For example, that and uh, like shit that, that you have no control over. And people, that's what the, the whole FEMA camp thing comes on, the pizza gate and the globalism and communism is coming to the U.S. That's a lot of people's justified paranoia. I get it, especially the, the Cubanos in Florida, because they do not know anything about democracy because they come from a communist regime. Same thing with my Asian buddies, their parents. And how I know this is because their children tell me that's what they believe in because they don't know what democracy is. They only know capitalism. Capitalism is the end all be all for these people. If not, it's communism. It's like, no dude, there's democracy. There's a democratic system that we have in the U S that you should learn about, but they don't want to, because why it doesn't all make them money. So there's a culture of worshiping greed. And are we that culture? Yeah, man. I hate to say it, but I mean, look at how much money we pay our athletes. You know, look, uh, look at compared to a firefighter's wage, compared to a law enforcement uh, officer, uh, teachers. Um, is it unjust? Yeah, that, that's again, that's a, that's subjective and that's up for discussion. Um, but think think about it. That's kind of that's the the greed culture that we have in this country. Unfortunately, same thing with musicians. But now you're not you're not playing in a rock band or rapping for for million dollar 
uh, a million copies sold because that, that completely changed. You know, and, and now you have to make money off of, you know, you know, penny, you know, hundreds of a penny or whatever the fucking streaming rate is um, to even make a thousand dollars. And then where you actually make your money is on merch and live performances. And even the the record labels got greedy and said, no, we want a piece of that, too, because we know how much you get paid for streams. It's fucked up, man. It's fucked up. And. That that's the, the the paranoia that a lot of people have expressed to me on the side. It's like, hey, my biggest paranoia is to to become a big failure, like a like unsuccessful. And yeah, am, am I and I can totally agree with that because no one wants to be a fuck up. No one wants to be a, a failure. But let me just say this. Conquer that fear with persistency. What do I mean by that? How do I conquer my fear of persistency? You have to do something daily, daily to boost your confidence, to boost your certainty. What, What should you do? I'll give you an example. I did this for a while and it worked. And now I, I do it just by nature. When you go take your morning shit, piss, whatever, get ready. Look at yourself in the mirror, dead in the face and just smile. And don't fake it to make it actually Think of something that makes you smile, makes you laugh. In my, in my, in my head, I, I always smile when I think of fucking um, Tom Segura's face for some reason. And Tom Segura is a comedian. For some reason, his face just makes me fucking laugh, man. And he's a comedian at that, so he's perfect. Um, or I think of my kid. I think of my wife. I think of uh, something funny that came up. It's easy for me to do it now. I know a lot of people, it is not easy to smile in front of the camera. And who cares if your teeth are messed up, man? doesn't matter. Just smile in front of the camera. Your focus should not be on your mouth. Your focus should be straight. Look, stare into your fucking eyes, man. Trust me, it works. But it's not going to just happen overnight. You got to do it every day. And that's a recommendation that that I suggest to you. When I look in the mirror, I'm thinking where I'm going shopping today. Cause I got bags, <laughs> but, um, Oh, and Anthony sent me something. Let me see. Holy shit. Whoa, dude. Wait, Anthony, is this for real, dude? So, Anthony has an Air Force manual that has a picture of the Twin Towers with the crosshairs. And this is dated August 1st, 1999. Whoa, what the fuck? And let me share this because this is crazy. I can't believe my fucking eyes right now. 
That's two years prior. Oh, man, what the fuck? That is insane, dude. What? All right, before I go, I got to show people this shit, because this is fucking crazy, man. This is fucking crazy. Yo, man, what the fuck? That's fucking wild, man. I'm trying to airdrop this bitch to my fucking computer so I could show it because this is fucking crazy, man. It's a little bit spooky if you ask me, man. All right, let me just do this. At this point, I'm saving the motherfucker, dude, because I've never seen anything like this before. This is crazy. All right, so I know we got to talking about 9-11 and shit, and this is wild, man. What the fuck? Hold on. It's coming, guys. Bear with me here. Oh, shit, dude. This is fucking wild. So, I got it up for you guys. In Anthony's Air Force manual was this. What in the fucking world? Look at the date. August 1st, 1999. There's the Twin Towers, and there's a crosshair. What the fuck? No fucking way. Now I'm not going to be able to sleep. 